Well, hello there, my shiny, happy, cosmically fabulous wanderer. Today's snack-sized portion of the Wanderer's Guide to Cosmic Fabulosity is all about authenticity. Stop the music. (laughs) There will be one group of you who listen to this episode today and feel like everything I'm talking about here is in full alignment with who you really are. Part of that group will be living in alignment with their authentic self and presenting that to the world. The other part of that group is fooling themselves. They most likely will not listen to this episode with an open heart and mind and challenge themselves to course correct with regard to being authentic. Which brings me to the other group. Many of us, especially those of you shiny happy wanderers listening to this podcast, are most likely on a path of self-study, challenging yourselves to, quote, do better and perhaps even grow by some of the information you learn here. Please note, if I have not lost you already, this episode is for everybody. Bring back the beat. Align with your best self. Explore the quality of your being. Step into your capacity to thrive. Broadcasting from the northwest coast of Scotland, this is the Wanderer's Guide to Cosmic Fabulosity with D.W. Long. All right, all right, all right. Let's have a little look-see at what I'm talking about here. This has been on my mind recently. I've had clients talk about family members, for example, or a boss they have who doesn't show up as their most authentic self when they're in the work setting or in a family situation. But on the outside of that, probably when they are more in alignment with who they really are, they're a completely different person. And that gets confusing. I have recently had the experience of engaging another creator on a platform. You guys know I do TikTok videos. A person I thought would be a really wonderful contributor here on this podcast. And very interestingly and surprising to me, you'd think I'd know better doing what I do in the world. They showed up in a very different way in private communication than they do on their social media platform. So don't want to go on about that, but I do want to have a look at the idea of authenticity. And so let's look at some peer-reviewed stuff and see what they have to say about it. And don't worry, I'll put all of the DOI links in the episode description so that you can go and click on them and read them for yourself. Now, the very first publication I read was from Nature Communications from an article that was published back in 2020, and the article's title is Authentic Self-Expression on Social Media is Associated with Greater Subjective Well-Being. Now, we're looking at this through a social media lens because I'm highly active in social media, and I think it's a really interesting playground to have a peek at because you guys know the stories, right? You see your friends, people, or family you know really well, and you look at their Facebook lives... Oh, Lordy. And you're like, um, what the hell is that? Because that is not a true representation of how you're living. And the authors of this article talk about how social media users face this kind of tug of war when it comes to presenting themselves in an idealized way or an authentic way. Now, I don't know how many of you do Instagram. I was doing Instagram a good bit for a while, and I just found it really difficult to kind of get a foothold there. Um, The thing is, is if you look at Instagram, it makes me laugh now, um, because I so don't fit the Instagram profile. I'm a much more sort of raw and real kind of person. Just watch my TikTok videos. Um, You know, Instagram, we have all these people in these exotic locations, and they look fabulous, and they're wearing great clothes, and, you know, everything looks 
too perfect. I mean, not everything. Some people just post their sort of natural sort of way of being on Instagram. But a lot of the Instagram culture is about how can I shine a sort of um, theater light on my life in such a way that makes me look fabulous, which I think is kind of boring because it's not real. But let's not go into my opinions about this. Let's just look at what the research talks about. Now, in this article, they talk about how self-idealization is a fundamental part of being human, yeah? That idea that we have a view of ourselves and it allows us to cultivate, which I think is beautiful in a way, to cultivate a positive self-view, which then is projected to others, right? So we, you know, we make an oppression on other people. This is where the danger zone lies, but I'm not going to go into that right in this sentence. In addition to that, right, if we think about how authentic self-expression, if we really bring our true selves, and we know if we are doing that, if we bring our two true selves to any interaction, to the interaction we have with ourselves in the mirror every morning and lying in bed and having a sort of belly button gazing moment and a deep, thoughtful moment about who we are in the world and to the rest of the world, I'm going to argue, and it's not what's in the articles here, that when we do that thing of bringing our real self to every single interaction and not giving a bleep what anybody thinks about that, we are then probably going to find that we have a greater self-esteem and a more of a sense of belonging because we know deep down that everybody is seeing who we really are at all times. And this article talks about that a little bit. So basically, in the discussion of this article, they came to the conclusion of this idea of quantified authenticity, which is really that authentic expression on social media was correlated, and this is so important, correlated with greater life satisfaction. Now, who doesn't want that? Greater life satisfaction. We know that greater life satisfaction, if I can speak at the moment, leads to an overall sense of well-being. Hello. That's what we're all about here on The Wanderer's Guide. Let's thrive. So wouldn't you think that bringing our truest self to every interaction and not having some weird shifty baseline of what that is, is going to be easier on our brains. It's going to be easier on our whole system. We're not tweaking our personality for one arena and then tweaking it again for another. Now, from an article I read in 2018 from the Review of General Psychology, the article entitled The Psychology of Authenticity by G.E. Newman, they argue that how we look at or decide how we perceive our authenticity is crucial to who we really are and how we show up in the world. It, it significantly influences how we experience the joy and pleasure we have in our life from our experiences, but it also affects how we use our sense of judgment and discernment and, most importantly, behavior across all aspects of our life. So think about it, my shiny happy. If you can take a meta view of the way you perceive your authenticity, that gives you a very mindful and sort of um, a little bit of cognitive space to take a little, um, I don't know, summary of like how you're showing up in the world and do this very gently. You know, I said in the beginning, for some of you, this will be difficult. Some of you will not hear any of this. And some of you will come in and say, hmm, I haven't done this in a while. I think this is a really good course of self-study to embark upon just about now. And if we think about what Carl Rogers taught us about human development, we know that, especially I think in Western society, I, th I think this is less driven. Don't quote me on this. I'm, I might be making shit up here. But, you know, what I observe, having traveled in the East and then 
in you know looking at this in this way in this moment um you know as children if we are you know shown a lot of love and affection and this like i said this is that happens in the west um when we perform well when we when we get good scores on our tests when we win something what we begin to learn that there are things we have to do to feel like we belong or that love is somehow conditional and what happens to us we begin living a life that heads towards a way of inauthentic living if i show up this way yeah let's call it the instagram way i'm going to receive more love which is total bullshit right we shouldn't be even in that mindset heart set we should be completely able to view that with that meta awareness i talked about before and blow that shit up because that's not a way to live this is why i'm arguing for can you discover who your true authentic self is hey if it takes a therapist or a really good life coach frankly, who has a deep understanding of psychology, preferably with some kind of degree where they've studied a lot, right? Not just one of these one-week courses in your life coach. Sorry, life coaches. If we can find alignment with that true self, I know that sounds like Oprah bullshit, but you know that I'm speaking the truth here. If we can find alignment with that, and then we can say, I am going to set my intention to be this authentic self every single second of my day, completely independent of who I'm in front of or whatever arena I'm standing in. Yeah, and this is hard work, okay? I'm throwing this out here like it's super easy because this is a snack size portion. This is very difficult work to do. We are going to have greater life satisfaction, hence a better quality of well-being in the world. I know I'm arguing this hard, but listen to me because I really do think I'm right about this. And so are the experts with far more wisdom and greater, more brilliant minds than mine. And I'm bringing you that information for a reason. Mm-hmm. So stay with me. In an absolutely brilliant article that I loved reading, it was also published in 2020 in Frontiers in Psychology, The Essence of Authenticity. Right somewhere near the abstract of that, they put it in brief, right? Authenticity, we can know this as consistency, in the congruous relationship between our external characteristics, i.e. what we present to the world, how we show up, yes, if we look at this from an ontological view, and its internal values. Now, values is great. It's a little overthinking for my brain right now, but the idea of like we have certain values or standards of integrity, we set our intention with that fabulous frontal cortex that we have, and we say, this is who I'm willing to be in the world, right? And so my inside completely, pay attention now, completely resonates with what I present on the outside. Yes, I am never doing something where I'm covering, masking, hiding. Now, let's not go on about, you know, people who are not neurotypical. I understand that there's some things at play there. Don't come at me for that. I'm not talking about that. I know all about that. Um, have had the habit of that for many years in my life, right? And I understand it fully. My point here is, can we make the determination that our insides need to be fully resonant with what we show up as, right, on the outside? And again, my cosmically fabulous wanderer, i.e. personal development warrior, if you're sitting with me right now, this is freaking hard work. This is not the easiest thing to do. You will have many face plants if this, if this is something you're just beginning to do. And more importantly, if we are, <laughs> if we are face planting often, that means we're getting up and continuing the study. Yes, please continue the study. That's what we're all about here. Okay. <laughs> And yes, we are talking about here qualitative 
you know, research studies here where people are self-reporting and talking about, you know, their experiences. But, you know, if you've got tens of thousands of people who are in these studies and we're looking at the sort of literature reviews where these articles are talking about these things, surely you can be open-minded enough to take this on for a moment of self-exploration. Yeah. Now, if you're having a moment of cognitive dissonance where you are beginning to think, oh, snap, I don't think I've been my most authentic self because I feel different in every setting rather than my favorite setting, which is my alone time, right? Um, well, this is just a moment of self-study and exploration for you. This is not a crisis moment. You don't need to be having a meltdown. You need to be picking yourself up and going, all right, we're going to launch into this. I don't care if you're 67 years old sitting with me or you're 22. And if you're a teenager listening to this, well, remember, this does have an explicit rating on it because we use a little bit of profanity. But if you're having this moment, good for you for starting so young and good for you for starting at whatever age. All right. For those of you who've asked me the questions, I hope this gives you a little introduction into what we're looking at here. Maybe we'll do a longer podcast episode with a guest talking about this. Maybe I can get an expert on here or you can make some suggestions as you do in your emails. So as we do every single time, I wish you huge amounts of love. Every time I say that, I mean that with the fullness of my being. I hope your life is currently luminous. And if it is not, everything is impermanent and that luminosity will return. Until next time. You've been listening to The Wanderer's Guide to Cosmic Fabulosity with D.W. Long. If, like me, you're enjoying what D.W. has to say, go ahead and hit the subscribe button to keep up with future content. I would absolutely love it if you click a star rating or leave a review. That way, I can know that the content I bring here is useful to you. Want to ask a question for a future episode? Click on the link in the show notes to send your question along via DW's website at www.mcscoach.com.